Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question is from Leanne on Facebook. She says, my kids are 17, 15, and 9. They've been on lockdown since school was closed in March. My 9-year-old is fine, but my teenagers are finally starting to lose their minds. They miss socializing and actually going places with their friends. Me too. Anyone have ideas on how to help teenagers through this? Um, this is really hard for teenagers because their job psychologically and their development right now is to differentiate from us, is to bond with their peers more than they're bonding with us. It's to start to look outside the home and they are not allowed to do that right now because of this crazy moment. Dr. Lisa Damore, um, who has been on our show, she talked about this a lot on the New York Times book review podcast. So I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes for this episode. You can scroll down and tap on it and listen. It's really, really worth a listen. Um, Because it helps me meet my own teenagers and, and their frustration with this with more compassion, right? It, they are supposed to be doing something very different than what they're doing right now. So, I mean, first of all, our job is not to make the disappointment not exist, right? Or their anxiety or everything. It's not to make their lives like this isn't happening. Um, our real job is to just be an ear for that disappointment. If they say, this sucks, it's so stupid, just say, you're right. It is. It does. I know. It's terrible. I know. I can't believe there's not going to be a, a spring soccer season, whatever it is. I know. And then zip it. Let the silence hang in the air. Don't, you know, rush to fill it with, but you know, but perspective, but well, other people don't say anything. And this is very hard for me to do myself, but I find that when I just say, I know you're right, this is hard, and then let there be silence, 75% of the time they'll go back to whatever they're doing on Snapchat, but 25% of the time they might say something else. Another thing I've found that helps is ask the kids to do stuff with me. I mean, that seems so elementary, but 
you know, in normal life, there's no way I get one of my teenagers to go walk the dog with me if it's my turn to walk the dog. Like, they're not, they're never just going to come along for nothing. And yet now they say yes to, do you want to do a puzzle with me? Do you want to come help me, you know, make the dinner tonight? Do you want to do this? The kids are saying yes to things that I would never have imagined. And of course, a lot of times they're saying no too, but I'm going to keep asking. I'm going to keep offering the invitation because as you probably have realized, Leanne, it's when you're walking the dog, folding the clothes, doing the puzzle, that's when they start talking to you when you are engaged in an activity with, uh, with no eye contact. That's when they'll start talking. Um, another piece of advice I heard that I thought was good was that there needs to be sort of maximum generosity, to use Margaret's term, around screen time. That if you don't usually allow a lot of phone time in your house, maybe it's time to relax that right now. If you don't want the 13-year-old to have TikTok and all her friends are on it and it's keeping them occupied a couple hours a day, now might be the time to consider it. And that's hard because I don't know how you put the genie back in the bottle, but I think the opportunity to connect with peers, however it's happening, uh, might be more important. If you're worried about what your kids are doing online and sort of finding a way to oversee it without being in it, I have uh, Bark installed on my kids' phones and on my laptop, and it's it's oversight without you getting into their phone and reading their messages. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes too if you want to take a look at that. I think the kids' buy-in on not like sneaking out of the house and going to see their friends is dependent on their getting it. For young kids, it seems to me very clear-cut that we are not supposed to have the news on all day, that we are not supposed to be hand-wringing in front of them or or uh, displaying our concern, et cetera. And I think for older kids, it's a little different. I try to keep the news off when my sixth grader is around, but with my older kids, I'm watching it. Uh, we're, you know, we're New Yorkers, so if the governor's talking, I have you know, the volume up and we're listening and it's not hypothetical. So it might be easier for parents for whom this is not hypothetical. If your kids are lucky enough to have a situation where this is completely hypothetical and I don't even get why we're doing this, they think it's stupid and dumb. Again, I think you have to start from a place of generosity. That's their job as teenagers to think that the man is stupid and dumb. But if you have a little bit of that, I think it's okay to show them the Facebook post from a friend of a friend who's a nurse. I think it's okay to let them know that your cousin is struggling. I, I, I think it's I think it's okay judiciously when you can talk about it without showing fear to say like, this is really actually very serious. You know, share the charts with them. I just think it's a little bit different for older kids than for younger kids for whom it kind of is our job that this is one merry extended camping trip inside. Above all, I think you just have to sit with your teenagers where they are and when they want to slam the door and be in their room and look at their phone instead, if they're happy doing it, I think let them do it. And I don't know how this is going to change our relationships when this is all over, but I'd like to think that with my teenagers, this time I've had with them might actually make our long-term relationships a little better. 
Send us your parenting questions. We might answer yours next. Email us, questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.